This is One Life, hosted by Reese Gardner. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Ann. All right, so I am from Denver, Colorado. Um, I am 19 years old. I, yeah, what else, what else do you want to know? Um, tell us a little bit about, like, your work experience, like, internships, businesses, anything like that. Yeah, so I have... I have a podcast that I just started. Uh, it's called The Loved Podcast. And then I, so I worked for a suicide prevention organization uh, as an intern for their ambassador program for a year last year. And then I started a mental health company of my own. Um, right now, I'm the chief marketing officer of a company, of a startup here at Babson. And, um, yeah, that's where I'm at. I bet. So, um, uh, as as like per the rest of my guests, um, so far, uh, you're a Babson student. Um, what was what was like the main reason that you came to Babson over like other schools? Uh, there are a few reasons. I would say, first one is just like it's a very inspired and driven community. I think people here are very much like they want to push each other to succeed and I didn't really feel that as much at any other school um I don't know I I've known I'd wanted to study business and so picking Babson was kind of like a no-brainer for me I was like this is where like I know I Mm want to be in business so it's like this is the place to be (laughs) gotcha so you said that you uh you started a podcast tell us a little tell us a little bit about that so the podcast I started I started planning for it in like August September ish um that's really when I had the idea and I was like honestly I just miss talking about mental health um at my internship I ran weekly meetings with all the ambassadors where we like did educational stuff so like every week was a different educational topic regarding mental health and I just, like, missed having that. Like, it felt like something was missing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? Like, I'll make something where I could talk about it. So gotcha. that's so kind of the inspiration behind it. Is the main focus on it, like, mental health, self-love, stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah, that's gotcha. pretty much all of it. So to, like, say say to, like, somebody, like, experiencing some, like, mental health or, like, problems right now, do you have, like, any, like, general advice that, like, where they could start off? Yeah, I mean, I think it's different for everyone, and that's something that I talk a lot about. Um, like, n- there's no one solution. Yeah, of course. But, like, it's more about building your toolkit of, like, things that you can use to get you through the hard times. And, like, I don't know, all the, like, everyone's advice is pretty cheesy. Just, mm-hmm. like, you know, things get better, like, yeah. all that. Um, but it's, like... You have to you have to take steps for things to get better, and so I think like just start by like looking into like how you're feeling and like maybe why you feel that way. I think that's the best place to start is like knowing the root of it. Mm-hmm. And like you said, like um, I feel I've been through some mental health issues myself, and a lot of the advice that I got was like pretty cheesy and just like kind of all the same. So. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any anything to say to like those who like have a friend and they they start to see like some symptoms of mental health? Um, like, do you 
what 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 do you suggest that they do because like the the general the general advice i just don't think is very helpful i totally agree with you i think the biggest thing is consistency like it's not just a one time like hey like how are you really doing mm-hmm. like yeah that's helpful but like showing up for them like time after time like when yeah. they need you is really what makes a difference i think and so just like in my life if i know like one of my friends is struggling like i'll check in with them as often as i can yeah. um just because you know checking in on someone once is really easy right you just shoot them a text like hey how are you mm. like are you okay but like every like showing up time and time again like saying like i want to help you like i, yeah. w- I want to help you get through this is i think what really makes an impact gotcha and so um like again like on like self-love you know like of course i'm sure you've heard the saying like you can't love anybody else until you love yourself how like true do you think that is i think it's so true um i think like a lot of people in our society are raised to be people pleasers uh i think that's why it's such a big problem in our generation like so many people are just bad at putting themselves first because Mm -hmm. there's like no lesson that you learn like you know no coach no teacher no like mentor is ever going to be like oh like just put yourself first Mm -hmm. like if you didn't do your homework last night your teacher's not gonna be like well i'm glad you put yourself first and be like you failed Mm -hmm. um and so that's like my biggest thing is it's really hard to put yourself first and people don't really recognize that and so i think just telling people like you deserve to be put first because like no one else is going to do it for you and like that's like not the best thing but it's the truth and like in this society no one is gonna tell you to do it but like you have to do it for yourself and once you do it for yourself then like then you have the capacity to like help other people gotcha and what is in your opinion what is like putting yourself first look like so mm, for me i have like pretty severe anxiety um and like i have seasonal depression as well and so for me it looks like like if i have like a ton of homework to do but like i'm like stressing myself out about it it's not like putting myself first means like i'll be like you know what like i need a break i'll like go outside go for a walk or do something else that like helps me instead of doing homework and it's not like me being unproductive like it's just like if I need a break, like, listening to myself and, like, knowing that, like, maybe you're not going to get it done Mm -hmm. on time and, like, maybe you won't get 100% on it and, like, that's okay because, like, your mental well-being comes first and, like, Mm -hmm. I'd way rather have, like, a little bit of a lower grade than be, like, so mentally exhausted Mm -hmm. that, like, I can't handle, like, anything that comes my way. Completely understand. And I think, um, so... I think that, like, a lot of our, a lot of, like, mental health issues, like, you can really see it in, like, like, the self-talk, like, in your head, like, kind of, like, your thoughts, Um, because, like, when I was going through mine, it was just, like, constant, like, I I didn't want to, like, talk to anybody about it, but, like, my mind was racing, like, faster than it ever has, with, Mm -hmm. like, over, like, over and over and over again, negative thoughts, so, like, what I've, what I've tried to do is, like, try and, like, um, kind of like train my like brain my mindset as to where like I can I have like a better control over like the like thoughts that go on in my head mm-hmm. and I think that like trying to do that um, it, it's it's helped um, not just with like 
mental health problems, but just like in general, just like positive self-talk and like kind of controlling where your brain goes. Because I think at the end of the day, like your thoughts are what most is like what your future is going to look like. Because if you're constantly like kind of like negative talking and like you're, you're just not really like you don't have any control and they're just going everywhere. I just feel like it's kind of like an accurate depiction of like what it could look like. Yeah. No, and I think, like, in terms of um, putting yourself first, like, that is your form of, like, control. Yeah. And, like, it puts you back in the driver's seat of, like, your life. Mm -hmm. So, like, my life is no longer dictated by, like, how much homework I have. Exactly. And, like, how how many different things I have to do. Mm -hmm. Like, I get to make the rules. And, like, that, I think, helps with everything. Like, if you're if you like set yourself up in a way to be able to manage that then it's easier to control other things in your life like negative self-talk and things like that because you have like the mental energy to like put effort into things other than like what you have to do Mm -hmm. and i think also with that what i've what i've kind of noticed is that like it take i genuinely don't know like remember the last time that like somebody like ruined my day because i think i have like I have the control of my own thoughts as to where, like, I can realize that, like, this is just, like, a minimal thing and, like, Mm -hmm. there's so many other things going on and kind of just, like, being able to refocus and not letting that one little thing kind of, like, spiral out of control over and over again because I feel like a lot of people, they, when something happens, it kind of, like, sticks and it's just, it just, like, it's a repeated process. No, yeah, I think I'm working on that. I wouldn't say... Like, I think, I don't know, I I wouldn't say anything, like, really ruined my day, but, like, Mm. there's definitely things where it's just, like, now, like, something's off. Mm -hmm. And, like, for me, a lot of times that starts, I have, like, pretty bad anxiety dreams. And so, like, if I have one and I, like, wake up the next morning, like, I'll, like, feel normal when I wake up, but then, like, from, for that whole day, like, I'm just, like, on edge. Mm -hmm. And, like, I haven't really found a solution to that other than to just be like forgiving of myself and just like knowing like you're gonna feel like shit today Mm -hmm. (laughs) and like you have to be okay with that and like there's nothing wrong with that but like there's nothing i've found that i can do to just be like yeah well now i feel better Mm -hmm. because it's like that's such a hard thing because it's an unconscious like you have zero control over that Mm -hmm. so i think and like you have zero control over what other people do yeah um, and so just, like, allowing myself to, like, feel the way things make me feel yeah. instead of just being, like, I'm fine mm-hmm. is, I think, helpful. And, like, once you give yourself time to process your emotions, it's much easier to move on. Yeah, of course. I think that's that's where somewhere I'm trying to find a balance is because I am kind of – I'm pretty I'm a pretty optimistic person, so when, like, things – um, kind of bother me or get me down I kind of just like try and push through it but um, just like trying to figure out the balance between um, like like you said like taking your time and like letting yourself feel mm-hmm. but then also like not dwelling right so it's 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 a hard it's like a hard like give and take like how it's because like if there's no like s- set time that like you should feel some type of way about something so it's like right. it, it's just hard to draw that line no, and that's been, like, one of my biggest pet peeves is when people are, like, we're not going to talk about this right now. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm, like, upset and I'm, like, talking to my mom, she'll be, like, well, just table this and then we'll come back to it later. Yeah. And I'm, like, 
well, that's not really how emotions work, you know? Like, <laughs> if I'm sad now, I'm sad now. Like, there's nothing you can do about it. And so I think just, like, learning to kind of go with that um, has let me, like, get over things much faster because, I like, I feel how I feel about it. And then I'm like, okay, like, I'm good. It's out. Yeah. Like, time to move on. But yeah, I think the dwelling can be hard. I think for me, I try to like let myself feel, and then as soon as I start circling back to like things I've already thought about, is when I'll like go get up and like do something, mm. and like that'll pretty much always take my mind completely away yeah. from it. So yeah. that's what I do. Um, yeah, and something something that I do that kind of helps with that is just like um, something that I've learned through like books and podcasts and stuff like that is when like when when we have these like circulating thoughts and we keep coming back to it um just like being aware like of your thoughts themselves um because what i i i've i was going through some like really big regrets recently and like looking back on some stuff Mm -hmm. and it was just like circulate like it was always on my mind like i wish i never done that i wish i never did that but then as soon as i started to kind of like as soon as i like thought about it i would like I would, like, intercept the thought and be like, no, like, we're not thinking about that and kind of, like, try to start thinking about something else because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, thinking about stuff over and over again, it's not going to help anything. Especially like, if it's in the past. Exactly. Like, what are you going to do? Exactly. Like, I personally, I think, like, something that I've worked very hard on is, like, not really having regrets. Like, I don't really yeah. have anything where I'm like, I really regret that. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, it's a, you've made that decision, like, in the time and, like, to the best of your knowledge at the time. And, like, you can't beat yourself up for making a decision that felt right in the moment. Mm -hmm. And, like, if you, like, I think if you continue to make the same mistake over and over again, then, like, that's when you need to kind of, like, self-evaluate. But, like, don't don't just, like, beat yourself up over something. Like, if you learned your lesson, like, you learned it. And, like, now you're a different person because of it. So, I don't know. I think, think, like, having those moments of, like, things that you could, like, potentially regret is actually really useful for, like, Mm -hmm. personal growth. Absolutely. Yeah, and I mean, I just think that like everything, everything is like a growing opportunity. Whether it's just whether the way you look at it or not. So, um, just uh, yeah. What what would you say like you've grown in like most since you've been at been at school? Um, gotta think about that. Take your time. I think. I think I've grown most in terms of like resilience um and kind of like we just talked about like not letting things get you down um I think that has partially been due to just like being on my own Mm -hmm. so like you know like at any moment like I'm in control and I could be like well I don't want to hang out with these people anymore and like I don't have to or like I can be like you know what like I need I need to like go do something for myself and like I can do that whereas like I think in, at least in, like, a high school environment, it's hard to step away from things because your time is so structured. Mm. And, like, you don't have very much control over it. And so I think, like, just learning to be, like, fully in control and not let other people take control of your time yeah. is where I've, got like, gotten the most value from, I think. Yeah, it's good to hear for sure. Um, do you think that's been more of, like, your environment thing? Um, or just, like, you kind of adapting to it? I mean, I think it can go either way with the environment. Like, with the freedom, you can, like, take back your time, or you, like, can let people, like, take Mm -hmm. it all away, and then you feel like you have no time for yourself. 
and like as someone who needs a lot of alone time it has really taught me to like say no and to again like put myself first like if yeah. i'm like you know what like i really want to be alone today then just being like hey like can't yeah. hang out today gotcha. and like that's that's something that i think you're you're either like you take it and you run with mm. it in this new environment or you have to like learn it and i definitely had to learn it because you know in my mind i'm like oh i want to hang out with them like it's not like personal yeah. i'm like oh i like them like i like spending time with them yeah. but then it's like i need time to like sit down and like process and mm -hmm. recharge and like i can only really like process things when i'm like alone oh yeah that makes a lot of sense um i was i wanted to talk about something um so i was thinking like to be in to be in like a place like Babson, I feel like a lot of people have you have to have a lot of like strengths and a lot of um, like you just have to have a lot of like character character traits. And I think that one of the character traits that's like most like most important in being in a place like this is like personability. Mm -hmm. So like being able to just like talk to people and, um, you know, just like make people feel make people feel like valued and stuff like that. So. Um, something that I've been like thinking about lately is like with all these types of personalities that are like all personable, I feel like it's kind of hard to distinguish between like, say somebody you see for like five to 10 times and they're just like, they're just being themselves, like their personable selves. And like you try to like make a, when you're trying to make a connection with them, it's kind of hard to like, it's kind of hard to distinguish between like what between somebody being themselves and then like somebody like a genuine connection being formed yeah no i've definitely noticed that as well i think honestly i think time really shows you like mm -hmm. you're never gonna know the day you meet someone whether they're being authentic yeah. or not because like you have no idea what they're really like but i think over time like people can't really hide who they are like it gets harder the more yeah. time that passes and it kind of sucks sometimes because you'll be like very close to someone and then you'll realize like whoa like you're not mm -hmm. the person i thought you were and like that's definitely happened to me a few times here but i like i don't know that's how i would that's how i distinguish yeah. it and it's like you know every like everyone's worth a shot and then like if you're like ah, mm -hmm. oh, like i don't really vibe with like you yeah then like that's okay and just mm -hmm. kind of like move away from that yeah what would you say, like, the biggest, like, instant instant things that somebody can do that can just, like, completely, like, turn you away from them that you've noticed or you haven't noticed at this school? Um, people that have, like, no problem saying, like, mean things about people they don't know. Mm -hmm. That's, like, such a red flag, in my opinion. Um, like, if I'm, like, befriending someone and they're, like, oh, like... I heard so-and-so did this. Like, what a shitty person. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, do you, like, have you ever even spoken to them? Like, yeah. do you even know them? And that kind of, like, I don't know, in my experience, that says a lot about how someone acts and, like, yeah. how much they care about other people's feelings. Mm -hmm. And I think if you're being authentic and, like, you care about other people, you're not going to you're not gonna be walking around doing that. Yeah. So. Yeah. I went through somewhat of a similar situation recently where um i was talking to this girl and one of her best friends didn't have like a good opinion of me and i was like why and then she said because like she's heard some like stuff about me and that like she like understands like people 
she said she's an empath so like she understands people well um better than most people and that she's also heard things about me but the thing is we'd only had like two conversations and so like to me if you're basing your whole opinion off of like what you view and not and like what you've heard instead of like asking me like straight up or like not even asking me the questions but like having conversations with me trying to get to know me mm-hmm. and I just it, it just makes me like it just fr- it's just frustrating when people like don't take the time to actually get to know somebody and they just make make assumptions yeah totally I mean you have to take everything that you hear from other people with a grain of salt you have to and like I don't care if it's like your best friend in the whole world like if it's someone that like you don't know personally like I don't know why you would be like oh yeah okay like I hate Mm -hmm. them now like you can be like oh like geez like I can't believe they did that to Mm -hmm. you you know like you don't deserve that and like you could be wary of that you know like you said like keeping stuff in the back of your mind but not acting on it like Mm -hmm. you're not gonna I'm not gonna walk up to someone I've never met and be like no I like don't like you like I heard about you like it's like if I talk to them and I get that same vibe of just like what I've heard about them, then I'm like, okay, like, exactly, I see it now. But if I haven't like personally seen it, I'm not gonna act on it. Mm-hmm. And I think like not even like on a bigger scale too. Like people, it's just it's all like a big game of telephone at like some point because like oh yeah because like rumor the way rumors spread is like think about like when we were back in kindergarten it was literally just a lot it was a line of 10 people and by the end of it it was a completely changed message even though our language skills might not be as good as they are now it just shows how the slightest variation of a story can completely change it and oh make, totally and make a com- person look completely different than how they actually are especially in a small community like if you go to a small school like this is a problem in my high school and it's already a problem at Babson like someone will tell me something and they'll be like, oh, yeah, I heard you did this. And I'll just look at them and I'll be like, what? Yeah. I'm like, you heard, what, like, what? Exactly. How? I'm like, that didn't happen. And mm-hmm. it's just, like, it's crazy how, like, I don't even, honestly, I don't think, like, people are like, ooh, I'm going to start a rumor. Like, yeah. It starts as, like, something true. And then, like, yeah, it just changes exactly. a little bit until it's, like, something completely new. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think that's just something you have to deal with, unfortunately. Like, I, I don't think it's, like, escapable. Yeah. Because there's always going to be people that are, like, immature and, like, just want to talk about drama. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's never going to be a life, like, without those people. Yeah. Because they're everywhere. But, like, just being, like, okay, well, I know that's not true about yeah. myself. So, like, I'll just move on. Yeah. And, like, if other people make judgments about you based on something that they, like, they've never met you, then, like, you probably don't want to be involved with mm. them anyway. Yeah. And I think, like, another big thing about rumors is, like, everybody kind of, like, kind of, like, looks down on, like, rumors starting, but those same people tend to hear something about somebody else and then pass it on to somebody, and that's, I would say, just as bad as somebody completely starting a rumor, and honestly, it's not, like, like you said, it, rumors start with truth, it's not like people just making, I mean, sometimes it happens, but a lot of the time it's people start with truth and then it gets very it it gets skewed so when you're taking information and passing it on there's chance for skewness there and that's really what starting a rumor really is so yeah um honestly like the best advice i could give is just like don't talk about other people in a negative light or like don't convey messages that you're not 100 Mm percent sure are positive and especially if they don't want you to convey those messages i don't know why you're doing that anyway 
Um, but something that like I pride myself on is like if I if I make a new friend or even if I don't really like the person, like there's no reason for me to go and like say something bad about them to somebody else just so they can have a neg- the same view as me. Like I I would want them to meet that person, have their own opinion of them, and not mm-hmm. like I don't want my opinion to be like um, theirs too. So right, I that's something I've definitely seen. Like I've talked to people and they're like. Well, I would expect you to take my side because, like, you know me. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's like, well, I don't – first of all, I have no respons- – like, I am not responsible for taking your side. Like, I, mm-hmm. I will be your friend, but, like, if you did something that's messed up, I'm not going to sit there and be like, no, mm-hmm. you did the right thing. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to take your side if you're in the wrong here. Yeah. But, like, it's also like, yeah, like, I'm not going to take your side if I don't know the other person. I don't know their side of the story. Exactly. And there's always two sides of the story. If so not it's like, more. you can't, yeah, you can't just base everything off what you hear from one person. Yeah. But I think so many people do. They do. And it's like, not even, like, uh, even if you think about it, like, think about, like, the media. Like, if we're getting, like, fed information from, say, like, I'm a Democrat and all, uh, all I listen to is CNN, like, it's all, it's, it's just information from one source. Yep. And so my opinion on everything is going to be so skewed towards what that source tells me, mm-hmm. even though all of the things that you're receiving are all opinionated. And right. it's just, it's all a bunch of opinions formed together to make it seem like facts. But even the statistics can be skewed one way or another based, oh, on, yeah. based on the survey questions, based on the type of people, the location. Um, so just like what I've, what I really have like, thought about lately is like my definition of wiseness is like gathering as many perspectives as you can because if i'm if i'm born in america and i stay in the northeast all of my life and just listen to one news source i will be much less wise than if i were to travel and learn about all these different cultures around the world even in my own country out of my own country in my continent out of my continent and just learning like stories and experiences and things like that because just having an objective view on the world like nobody's going to have an objective view because everybody has one mindset and they're going to think some type of way but if you have a collection of all these perspectives you're going to have a more objective view on the world because you've learned a lot more Mm -hmm. and so um just like always try and hear like the other side of the story don't always even no matter how bad it may sound like people always have a story to tell and not enough people like give give those people their ear to listen to yeah i agree uh, yeah but how much time are we at let's see mm-hmm. right, so 30 minutes we're at like 5 10 yeah five, ten. anything you want to talk about dude i'm bad at these questions you stop asking me this um Maybe, like, what do you think you have the most to, like, work on for yourself? The most I have to work on? Okay. Let me think about it for a second. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, I would say sometimes I project my values and morals, like, onto other people. And I think that it's... it. It's kind of a blurry line between projecting and having, like, standards. Because mm-hmm. when I... Because, like, I have, for example, like, I'm, I, I'm like, very big on, like, giving and, like, helping others. 
and some people may not be that way um but i think where it's like somebody you're just meeting it's kind of hard to hold them to the same standard that i hold myself to um just because like you never know like what they've been through all this stuff so um kind of just kind of just being more open to like other people's and how they how they operate and stuff like that um but it's at the same time it's like having those standards for like for like your close group of friends i think is a really great thing because you want people to have the same you, you the people you want around you are the people like that you want to have the same morals and values and things of that nature so when i think it's I think it's just kind of separating, like, holding... Because, like, I'm going to hold, like, my best friend to a standard much higher than somebody I just met. Oh, yeah. So I I think I just have to focus more on, like, holding my friends and people that are, like, super close to me to that standard instead of everybody else. That's fair. Yeah. I could definitely work on that as well. Yeah, but everybody always has something to work on. I think discipline... Um, I think everybody can work on discipline, too. It's just, like... It's just the little things, like hitting that snooze button one more time when I could be, like... Because another thing is, like, I, I think I need to take a little bit more time for myself because I'm always, like, trying to do something, whether that be, like, the podcast or, you know, the business. But right. um, it's 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 hard to be motivated and driven and also find the balance of taking breaks. Oh, yeah, and something that... That's something I've noticed that people here are really bad at Yeah, is taking breaks. Um, and it's hard when you're like motivated and driven it's hard to say no to things especially when like the alternative is like I'm saying no to this opportunity so that I can like have alone time Mm -hmm. and that's really hard to do because like alone time isn't really something that you can like quantify you know like you can't be like I did this like this is my accomplishment Mm -hmm. like I spent two hours alone like no one cares Yeah. but like I think, yeah, it's something that comes with being driven and motivated is having a hard time saying no to opportunities. And, like, that's something that I'm working on is just, like, being, like, you know what? Like, I have enough on my plate. Like, I don't need more. Like, I'm good. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, that's – I've noticed most people here are really bad at taking time for themselves. Yeah. It's – I mean, it's, like – I don't know. It's it's all about balance, right? Because Mm – you have to be a hard worker, especially in especially in these years, because this this is like the time where you're setting yourself your whole future up, like financially, mm-hmm. mentally, yeah. emotionally, like everything that we learn here, everything that we do here is for is for our future selves for when we get out of college and we're in the real world. So, um, you have to be a hard worker. And I mean, if you listen to a lot of the if you listen to a lot of successful business owners, they'll tell you that they've they've worked 20 hour days they've worked 12 hour days for weeks on end and they just they they work extremely hard and they have things to show for it but at the same time how much time are they taking for themselves how much mental well and that's how you get burnt out exactly like that's something i'll never do you will never catch me working a 20 hour day on anything Mm -hmm. i don't care how important it is like that's i i wouldn't i'll never do that and it's like you don't have to do that to be successful. No. Like, sure, it might help you, but, like, it's not it's not worth your complete burnout because yeah. then you're going to hit a point where you can't work at all anymore, period. Mm-hmm. 
because like you can't even get out of bed in the morning and like if you just keep overworking yourself that's where you're gonna end up and like I'd rather spend like more time just like working on myself and like being like you know what like I'm done for today and like not having that success as soon but like having the stamina Mm -hmm. and like having the energy to keep going than like just going 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 until I can't go anymore and I mean, we'll never really figure out if we're, if we're like, over like overworking ourselves to the point of that, like complete burnout until we get there. Yeah. So I think just, just trying to like, again, like being self-aware and like listening to your body, listening to your mind. When you need a break, take a break. But there, there are also times where, for example, like I learned this through basketball, where your body thinks that like it's completely done, but it does need that extra push to That's be true. to be above and like to to compete at that next level so it's 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 really hard to find that balance but yeah i think once you've been burnt out once it's a lot easier to tell yeah for sure like i know now like before covid and the pandemic like i was so burnt out and like it really showed me like coming back into like after quarantine was just like okay like now I know how it feels when I need to stop exactly. when I need to take a break and like once you learn that it's really easy to ignore it mm-hmm. but like you have to take note of it and be like okay yeah. like now I need to take a step back so that I can continue working on this in the mm-hmm. future gotcha. and I think another thing about learning is I feel like I feel like the true definition of learning isn't to just take in information, but it's to constantly, like, apply that information. So, like, when I, for example, like, you can read as many, like, self-help books as you want, but if you're not taking anything and implementing them into your everyday life, you're not going to, you're not going to um, gain anything from that. You're not going to gain any benefit from it. Yeah. So, like, it's just, it's all about, like, like learning thi- like truly learning things because like I, I can like take in information like listen to my professor and do a test and then just completely forget about it did you really learn that or did you just no. memorize it and that's why the school system and like the education system is not the education system doesn't help you learn mm-hmm. at all like in my opinion I mean like how much how much of what you learned in high school do you actually like recall not much like outside of like what you learned in yeah. like your life like what like when like for me i always use chemistry as an example for this but like the amount of tests i had where i had to like determine like molecule volatility mm-hmm. where it's just like why like that was such a waste of time yeah like the school system does a great job of wasting your time and mm-hmm. energy on things that aren't important mm-hmm. and like that might be important to some people right but, like, chemistry is such a niche area of exactly. science that it's, like, I have no idea why mm. you're required to take it. Yeah. Like, what is the point? Mm. I don't know. Because, yeah. like, I'm never going to use that again. Exactly. Ever. And the whole the whole year I just sat in that class and I was, like, never going to use this again. That's what I was thinking, too. And have I used it since? No. No. <laughs> and I definitely do feel like, I feel like certain subjects, like, you you do need like uh english yeah. math of course like you need those to be like a like a good functioning like samaritan yeah. um but at the end of the day like there's so many things like m- like we just we yeah like you said we don't need and when we get to college it's like 
a funny thing is, is like your promise is freedom of like what you can and what like what you can take, and, it's and you really have, not that it's re- it's really not that different because, I mean, we we get here and then we we're we're told you have to take all these prerequisite courses to take any courses that you really want to take. So our whole freshman and half, if not the, our whole sophomore year, is solely oh, prerequisite. It's it's just prerequisite courses that we have to take in order to do what we want. So it's and it's on top of that, like there goes hundred and sixty grand down the drain too. Exactly, to really to start learning about what you want, like it's it's just it is what it is. I but. think it's I think it's overdone in terms of like I think it's important to like try all the things, mm-hmm. like try subjects. I don't think you need to spend six. I mean, I guess if you count middle school, then, like, nine years doing prerequisites. Yeah. Like, I think if you still don't know, then, like, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Start trying things. Exactly. Not just, like, these gen ed credits are just, I think, A, it drives people out of, like, wanting to do school. Like, Mm -hmm. everyone hates school when they have to just do gen ed because they don't care. And doing work for about something that you don't care about is, like, hell. Exactly. Like, no, if you don't have a passion for something, mm-hmm. you're, you don't want to work hard on exactly. it. Exactly. And I think that comes with the burnout, too. And, like, for example, like, what Anne's talking about, like, I'm taking four classes right now. I'm taking writing. Um, I'm taking Same. an FME class, which is basically where um, our school funds funds us, and we take that money and create a, create a real business, a functioning business, and we carry it out to the end of our school year. Um, and then I'm in AQM, which is business analytics, statistics, and then I'm also in business law. And so the comparison from when I have to do work for AQM, my business al- analytics class, compared to like my FME class, it's, it's just so different because although like I think that business analytics, it's it is important, like in a business in a business oh, yeah. environment. Like you need to know how to do a lot of the things that we're learning, but at the same time, like when I'm when I'm when I'm doing my FME class, like for example, I was on, I, I just called an executive at um, the uh, Massachusetts Housing and Shelter Alliance the other day, mm-hmm. um, and just like being in that situation, like that was the first time that I was I've been in like a professional like yeah like professional call with somebody of that caliber and that was just like exciting to me like that's that's like what I like to do and so um I just think like I I just think like if if there was a system in place like in America I don't know if this is like the solve all thing but like why why aren't we like learning why aren't we choosing earlier like what we what we want to do because because our whole high school career is literally just planned out to choose what we want to do in college like that's four years of our life doing things that we're being told to do in order to choose like why aren't we just well and i think sorry finish your yeah what you're saying and i just think like why not like in freshman year can we not have like at least like a couple different avenues that we could at least try to like learn about in like professional settings and jobs that we could potentially do and it's just not there right um, no, totally. I think, like, I think our age group is so much better off in terms of finding careers that we're passionate about for one reason and one reason only, and that reason is that we had to go through quarantine in the middle of high school. Mm-hmm. Because 
we just had so much free time that we had to figure out what we liked. Mm-hmm. And before that, I had no free time. Like, and I was, like, so depressed. Like, sophomore year before COVID hit, I would get up at 5 a.m. every day, go to practice, go to school, go to the next practice, go home, eat dinner, and go to bed. And it was just every day was the same. And it was like, how in that schedule are you supposed to find what you want to do with your life? Like, the only way I could see you finding what you wanted to do with your life is if you wanted to be a pro athlete. Mm -hmm. But that's, like, such a small percent of people. Point zero 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 one. Exactly. Like, that's so not helpful for everyone else on the planet. Mm -mm. (laughs) So. Yeah. Well, I think that brings us to time. So thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Yes, ma'am. All right. Peace out. One life.